Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wednesday, January 27th on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rob Bionio, here to talk to you guys about, well, yesterday's game, Arizona up against the Anaheim Ducks. Get you ready for Thursday's game, Arizona and the Anaheim Ducks, both, you know, home games. Uh, and then uh, take also a look forward to uh, a little Tucson Roadrunners action. More preseason action this week before the uh, season starts underway just next week. Once again, hello everybody. My name is Rob Bionio. Five for Howlings, Arizona Coyotes, and Tucson Roadrunners uh, reporter. Mainly Tucson Roadrunners. That's why I love talking Tucson. American Hockey League as um one of my favorite things to watch and one and it's been it's been a pleasure covering you know the uh them for the last few years but anyways let's uh go ahead and uh get right into today's show and that is really getting to the the bulk of the i guess the discussion is well Arizona didn't win they lost uh, one to nothing to the Anaheim Ducks, and here's the thing that really gets me is I was watching this Anaheim team, and they're just not that good. They're three two and two. Arizona's two four and one. So you look on record, doesn't say much because you look at who Arizona uh, who Arizona played. They you know they had four straight games against Vegas last week, so I don't think that that record the the record really does reflect much at all but uh I just I was watching the Anaheim Ducks team and I just see them play out and I'm like am I missing something here guys why am I just not impressed by this team like I mean I did say and you know you heard you know uh my friend Eric Clock say this before as well and he's like well this Arizona team is probably among the uh you know they're they are out of the three California teams which are all uh, at the bottom of the of the league or bottom of the uh the Honda West division because we can't really look at much of the rest of the league because of travel restrictions and everything like that so we'll just talk about this West division and the Watch yeah, and anyways, I keep going on tangents and you know side side thoughts and everything, but I'm looking at this team, and overall Anaheim's not that good. Um, I'm looking at their roster, no one that really impresses me. Yeah, they got Ryan Getzlav and Ricard Raquel, um, and. I mean, a couple other guys who are young, much younger guys, people who used to play for the San Diego Goals, the San Diego Goals team that was on the top of the Pacific Division for a few years and had deep, deep playoff runs for a few years in the American Hockey League, and for a good reason. 
but you know you essentially you know it's a mix of uh the uh older ducks players with the san diego goals and you have a mediocre hockey team and why am i keep trashing on the ducks i well i uh it's i it's because i didn't like that how they played it's just it was not entertaining to me in any way and i know this is a coyotes podcast so let me kind of flip things on the other way is the coyotes were generating chances they were doing a pretty good job of generating chances, some high-danger chances up against this Anaheim team. And I was like, hey, this Coyotes team can probably win today. But guess what? Guess what I forgot about today that I mentioned in yesterday's episode? Oh, yeah, that's right. His name is John Gibson. The goaltending who's the, go, the goaltender who's not human. I don't even know what he is. I'll even maybe put a poll, poll question out there, guys. Is John Gibson human? What is he, right? Because the saves that he makes, it's like, it's weird because, like, you know, some of his saves are normal saves and everything, but some of them, you wonder how he does it because it doesn't even look like he's trying. Like, he was, like you'll see Darcy Kemper do a stretch uh, uh, stretch out and make some phenomenal saves, like acrobatic saves. You can say the same thing about, uh, um, you know, like Mark Andre Fleury in Vegas and amongst you know other goaltenders, you know, because that's the kind of goaltenders that they are. But John Gibson, I don't know what he's doing, because he's getting these wins. He's yeah, he's helping this Duck Squad get wins by you know, keeping super low scoring up against up against their opponents and letting and just the team in front of them just doesn't look that good. That's the weird thing because I was always so worried about Arizona being that team relying too much on their goalie and uh, wasn't good up front. And this, it was like, my those thoughts were kind of almost flipped in this case because Arizona was a good team. They put 31 shots on John Gibson. You know, they got again, they had good chances. Jordan Gross, uh, who got you know called up from the taxi squad as one of the uh, uh rotating defensemen, you know, filling in for the injured Oliver Ekman Larson, he had a good game and and uh, among you know, a couple other players, I think like. Uh, uh, who just, I, th- I think Gross was maybe one who did, and, you know, I think Schmaltz did too. They keep hitting the post. And you can imagine how stressful that is to uh, to beat John Gibson but not beating the post. And that's also not a frustrating thing because it could have been a game that gone a completely different way had it uh, just slightly off. Uh, it's It really, really baffles me how Anaheim is managing to win games with literally just one man. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how they do it. Just to, just relying on them on 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 John Gibson and the fact that John Gibson can take it. That's the uh that's the crazy one. It's the fact that he was able to take it. It's uh 
yeah, definitely one of the more interesting uh, games I watched because I was confused the entire way. But I don't know. You guys tell me. How did you think Arizona played against this Anaheim squad? Or how did you think John Gibson played for Anaheim? And uh, do, do you think he's human? Tweet at me and let's interact. At Robiano1 is my Twitter handle. At R-O-B-L-E-A-N-O and the number one. You can tweet at me and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, did Arizona play well? Did they not play well? I'm kind of the fence that they played pretty decent. For what they could, and uh, and uh, and again, and also, do you think what what do you think of uh, the opposing goaltender and John Gibson? Obviously, you know, because you have Darcy Kemper on the other side, who you know on on himself made a good uh, was it twenty three saves? Yeah, twenty three saves. Not a bad not a bad showing for him either. One does get by, but uh, again. Just go ahead and let me know what you uh, what you think. In just a bit, we're going to go ahead and take a look forward to the uh, the next game and a couple other uh, things to uh, iron out to get ready for the next couple weeks of Lockdown Coyotes. Uh, so we'll get to that in just a sec. But first, let's talk to you guys about Built Bar. You guys heard me talk about it for quite a while. And uh, I want to, you know, keep emphasizing it because, well, I like their take on creating a new way of having a a protein bar because it's super light and it's definitely a protein bar based off the nutrients. Uh, but you know, with their 18 different flavors, there's so many different things to choose from, and the fact that they're 100% covered in chocolate. Soft and easy to chew. They taste more like a candy bar than they do a protein bar, and it's weird. And I and you know I like that. If you're if you're someone who, uh, you know, has a hard time maybe giving up sweets, I know I do. Sugar is a problem for me sometimes. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, you know maybe grab one of these, and it kind of helps uh, you know lower my cravings, helps me stay healthy, can help me uh, maintain or lose my, some weight, and it's you know it's it's a I absolutely really like it, but don't just take my word for it. Go ahead and try it today by going to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. It's time now to take a look at what's to come for Arizona against Anaheim in the next couple of days. Um, we will we'll have to look and and really say you know what's the biggest key for Arizona, and I mean I I can't stress it enough. You probably heard me talk about it. You know you heard me talk about it in the last segment, and that is Darcy. Uh, and <laughs> excuse me, that's John Gibson. How do you beat John Gibson? Um, now you know he's not on. He, he's not unbreakable. You can get past him. The Coyotes just need to figure him out. Until they can do that, it's going to be a problem for them. Speaking of John Kipson, I do want to take a quick side note. Did you guys see his helmet? You might recognize the design of the helmet because he wore it a couple. He I mean, well, a couple. He wore it uh, last season, 
um, during in about in about February of last year, and uh, that design is a uh, Kobe Bryant mask and helmet. Uh, and uh, obviously, a lot of you guys will probably remember that last or yesterday was the one year anniversary of uh, Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant's tragic death. Um, and it, it's you know it's something that you know shocked the entire uh, sports world. And, you know, it affected athletes, not just beyond basketball. So, uh, so John Gibson wore the, uh, a Kobe Bryant tribute mask in uh, February of, uh, the, uh, the month following the, uh, the death of Kobe and then went on the one year anniversary yesterday, went and go, went ahead and wore it again. Um, and, you know, I think. What what a thing to remember again. Like I said, Kobe being one of the most influential men in uh, sports of the last several decades, with the uh, just the way he approached the game, and you know, again, it's uh, especially again with uh, also uh, you know Anaheim being in the uh, Southern California, you know, Greater Los Angeles area. I know it's in Orange County, so don't. Uh, if you're a uh, Ducks fan, you live in Orange County in that area. No, don't crucify me. I'm just saying that's a pretty big region right there. But uh, yes, uh, it's Southern California, and uh, that's also that makes a big difference there too. Anyways, back to uh, what's coming up is Arizona needs to figure out how to solve John Gibson. Uh, until they can do that, it's going to be a challenge for them. And you just heard me say that, and I'm going to keep repeating that and repeating that and repeating that because I really believe that that's the case. Because on paper and based off the eye test on the ice, Arizona is a better team than Anaheim. I have almost no doubt in my mind that that's the case. So they really just got to come out with, you know, with, with, with more firepower, do what they can do. Other things to note for the uh, next game is uh, I, w- I would expect to see Darcy Kemper play again. I don't think that uh, Aiden Hill is going to be set to start a game. He'll probably be in there to back up. And right now, just to, just to give you a heads up, Aiden Hill is still the backup as of recently still. And uh, Antiranta on the IR to uh, recover from a, an apparent uh, injury or what have you. So Darcy Kemper is going to be the man for the foreseeable future, at least until whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have faith in Aiden Hill. He's just newer. You know, you don't want to, at least this early in the season, you're going to have to get yourself set up. So you, you just want to give it to the Kemper. He's your guy. I mean, he only let one by. And obviously one against this Anaheim squad, but still, he let one by. Um, it'll be interesting to see what we expect from the uh, from the squad tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to expect. Uh, well, if you look from the last game, Nick Schmaltz had four shots, Jordan Gross had four shots, and Connor Garland had six shots. You know, it makes up for quite a bit of the uh, of the shots for Arizona. Um, right there, and uh, I'd I'd like to see that, you know, continue. I really, um, 
one maybe maybe even more from Connor Garland. I just I just love his play. He's he's just very very good. So let's hope to see that we can see some more um, from those guys because those guys are going to be really good and they're and they're really going to uh, uh, set the pace, I believe, in the uh, in the next game. And Jordan Jordan Gross again. He's uh, he just played his first game yet uh, yesterday, but um, you know maybe Kyle Capobianco will get his next guy in there. Victor Schroderstrom was actually uh, sent back down to the taxi squad. So uh, we won't see him. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out and uh, and see. But again, looking towards the next game, I see Arizona once again as the favorite. And uh, I think that this team, this Arizona team, will take it, will take it and split the series with Anaheim. Uh, and just try to get things caught back up. But again, that's just my thought. Go ahead and let me know what you guys think. Uh, will uh, does uh, will Arizona come come back and uh, win the next one? And uh, let's say in uh, in regulation because uh, I've I've had enough of these overtime games. But hey, guys, uh, you can go ahead now and get more sports news in less time with. Our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Coming up, we will uh, talk a little about, uh, you know, some other uh, chit-chat. Maybe get ready for the, more some Tucson Roadrunners hockey as they get ready for another preseason game today against the San Jose Barracuda. That will be coming up in just a sec. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. Guys, football season is almost over. The Super Bowl is just a couple weeks away. If you want to start placing your bets now, go ahead. Or maybe you want to wait to place those bets, but not want to wait to make your account and make sure you are ready to place those bets. And if you're going to go ahead and do that, there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, guys. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code. Again, that's LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now it's time to talk. Uh, well, some just a little chit chat. Let's get ready for Tucson. Maybe get some other stuff. Um, I gotta just you know scroll through my news feed, see what's what's some stuff to talk about. Well, let's start with the Tucson Roadrunners. They're set to start a uh, that will get their third game of preseason, third of four total preseason games before the uh, regular season begins on February fifth. Today they'll be playing the San Jose Barracuda uh, at home. It'll be time to see uh, more of what some of the uh, some of the players that we got going that are going to be playing for Tucson this year. Uh, lots of people that you might remember in Cam Deneen and Blake Spears, uh, Tyler Steenbergen, Lane Peterson, uh, Jan Yenick is it one of the newer guys uh, coming out of juniors uh, playing for. Uh, 
you know, Hamilton. And uh, we'll get a first time to take a look for him. Uh, I uh, One of the questions that I asked to uh, the new head coach, Steve Poffan, was who's a guy that, you know, that we should look out for in this upcoming year. And he pointed to Jan Yannick as one of those guys who uh, should make some noise for the upcoming year. Of course, again, other returning guys, Jeremy, Jeremy Gregoire, Michael Bunting, Dyson Mayo, Braden Burke, all the usual suspects. A lot of guys on here who, uh, you know, were playing in the AHL or uh, on other teams who are just got signed on over playing for Tucson as well as a couple guys who are playing on PTOs. One of those guys is Chris Snell. You heard me talk about him a couple of days ago, or yesterday really, and see what uh, he has going for him. He is the, uh, the uh, been the starter, or he was, the, he was playing. Uh, he was the starter in the last game, and let's see, it will be interesting to see. Uh, he also played in the first game too, um, but it will be interesting to see where uh, these other guys go. Obviously, Ivan Prosvatov is the uh, is the guy in Tucson, so they don't really need to worry about him too much. They'll let him. They'll, they'll just let the other three goaltenders, because there's four right now on the training camp roster: Chris Snell, Sean Bonner, and Kano Lakuvi. Hopefully, I pronounced that correctly. All of which are on PTOs. Uh, Nell played for. Uh, Atlanta in the ECHL. Uh, Bonner played for Providence and for Atlanta. Um, Providence being the uh, Providence Bruins of the AHL. And uh, Lacuvi played for the uh, for Portland in the ECHL. So lots of ECHL teams. There are lots of ECHL uh, goalies. Um, so again, Ivan's the guy who I'd expect to be playing for a home opener. I'm not too worried about that. I'm interested to see who the uh, who these next three guys are. Obviously, you know, with Aiden Hill gone, you need, a, of course, a, a second guy um, in there uh, to take the mantle behind Ivan. But again, I am super excited for Tucson Roadrunners hockey. Um, I'm going to be able to be, co- uh, be covering uh, those games from the Tucson arena and uh, see what it's like covering those games and uh, get ready for again to watch like I've said before watch the future of the uh, of the uh, NHL the future of the Arizona Coyotes as well as again the other the, the other teams in uh, in the league but again home or I was gonna say home season opener is gonna be next Friday February 5th at the Tucson Convention Center Arizona or you know, Tucson set to be the away team against the San Jose Barracuda, who still don't have a home. Luckily, I don't think this will be much more long-term. The uh, Santa Clara County, from what I hear, is starting to loosen their restrictions over there. So the uh, uh, so the Sharks and Barracuda don't have to stay in Arizona for too much longer. Um, we'll see what happens from that point on. But again, like I said, February 5th, will be the season opener for the Tucson Roadrunners against the San Jose Barracuda. But guys, that's going to about do it for me here on this episode of Locked on Coyotes. I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard today. If you did, don't forget to leave a good review. It always helps me. And uh, let's, uh, let's the guys above me know 
that I'm doing a good job. As well as don't forget to subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available anywhere you get your podcasts, probably the platform that you're listening to on right now. And again, don't forget to sub- to uh, to interact with me on Twitter at Robiano One, and I will answer your questions and you know on a future episode of the podcast. And I'll interact with you guys. You know, I like to know what you guys think about this Arizona team, about Tucson, about hockey, about anything. I am available for any of those kind of questions. But again, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy. Don't forget to howl on.